Hello, and welcome to my bullet journal journey. I'm your host, Danny Kay, and today we're going to be talking about our accomplishments and why it's vital to productivity to acknowledge and celebrate the, our accomplishments. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing so you'll be up to date on all new episodes on my bullet journal journey. Also, a five-star review would just make my day. All right, now that we've got that out of the way, let's dig in. So as I talked about in my introduction podcast, by the end of 2020, life had just completely overwhelmed me. My life was scattered, my house a mess, my job had changed in ways that left me struggling to adapt, my marriage was stagnant, I was constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough, I wasn't seeing any headway with anything really, I just felt like a hamster in a wheel. At the time, I used the Todoist app on my phone to keep track of all my to-do items, and it worked at first, but then I had to-dos that I couldn't get to, and I didn't feel right moving them forward, so they were constantly in the red, and eventually those red items piled up, which was so, so discouraging. I felt so overwhelmed and just constantly reminded of all the things that I wasn't doing. Now, if you haven't used the app before, when you complete an item, it just disappears. So the items I was often completing were my dailies, yoga, staying under my calorie limit, water picking my teeth. So even though I was completing them, they were popping up again the next day. So between some items never moving out of the red and some items moving out of the red, but then immediately popping back up. It never felt like I made any progress. And eventually I just gave up on that system. Now, to be fair to the Todoist app, I may not have been using it as intended. From what I understand from my husband, it's based on the getting things done method where there are rules as far as how you treat to-dos. Like, I think maybe they it might have been more forgiving as far as moving items forward. But I had set certain rules for myself and perhaps I was just setting myself up to fail. On the other hand, one of the main mechanisms of the bullet journal journal bullet journal system is having to write everything by hand. So you see all your to-dos for the day and they never go away. You either have to mark them complete, cancel them out by crossing them out, or move them forward to complete on another day. But there's a visual of everything that you accomplished in a day. There's a kind of permanence about every task. You know, using the bullet journal, I absolutely move things forward, but more often than not, they're far outnumbered by the items I cross off in a day. And seeing everything in front of you every day, every week, it allowed my perspective to shift from, here's all the things I didn't get done today, to I accomplished X, Y, and Z. And at the end of a week or a month, you can see everything you accomplish. And it's always really surprising to me how much I ended up getting done. When you're in the weeds of life, it's hard to feel like you've made headway. 
Like maybe one day, I had this yesterday, maybe you don't have motivation, you're feeling down, maybe you're like me and dealing with an allergy season, so you take it easy one day. And we all need those rest days, and we should listen to our bodies and our minds when they're screaming for one. But we can often beat ourselves up over everything that isn't getting done. If you take that day, but you have a productive couple of days afterwards, you can look back on your week and see everything that you accomplished despite taking a day off. And it's important to celebrate our accomplishments. But that doesn't have to be a big gesture. Like you don't have to go have a big dinner with your significant other every time you get a workout in. It's the act of simply marking it off your daily list is a celebration of completing that task. Like that's the reward. And if we never got any reward for completing tasks, we would never have any reason to get anything done other than not feeling like a complete bum for not doing anything. When we do things for other people, we expect appreciation and gratitude for it. Why don't we extend those same expectations to ourselves? And we should appreciate our efforts and accomplishments. Frankly, no one else is going to do it. I don't know about you, but my family really doesn't give a crap whether I get their laundry done and folded. And in fact, one member of my family will grouse and grumble when I do because it means she has to put them away. Let me tell you. Laundry is a a huge struggle for me. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I made it a habit to track to make sure I was not leaving laundry in the dryer overnight. But being able to mark it off my list is such a huge relief. I just uh, give it a sigh and I just feel great. I appreciate that it's done and I don't have to worry about it for a few days and I get to mark it off my list. And it seems like such a small reward just marking it off my list, but it really does give me that extra oomph to get such a tedious chore done. On a small level, the act of marking off a tiny to-do like laundry is rewarding, but it also extends to bigger tasks. The bullet journal system helps us not only establish our goals, but break them down into achievable tasks. And while the goal is the ultimate, well, goal, any goal we hope to achieve is not the reward. The reward is the journey and all the wins along the way. If the only thing we ever achieved in our pursuit of of a goal is the goal itself, we would never do it. We'd never keep with it because our efforts would feel completely fruitless until the goal is reached. And I don't know about you, but my goals have evolved numerous times since I've started bullet journaling and I've only been doing it two months, two and a half months, almost three That's why it's important to celebrate our achievements, no matter how small along the way. And having collections dedicated to a goal can be so motivating because it's a collection of all the steps it will take to achieve a goal. And every time you flip to that page, every small step you've taken toward it is memorialized on the page. It's easy to see how far you've come and how close you are to achieving your pursuits. And if you've changed what the goal is, you can see how much you've grown. I mean, that's evidence of growth as well. So 
there's a lot of different ways to look at it. A goal can be so overwhelming in and of itself, but breaking it down into small steps makes it more manageable. Every small step completed is progress and it's productive. I listen to the Mind Love podcast, which is great. I highly recommend it. But uh, Melissa was interviewing Barbara Hewson, which, by the way, this episode gave me so many aha moments that I'll talk about in my March update. But Barbara said confidence is a memory of success. And it was so compelling to me. I wrote it down in my bullet journal because I want to remember this. Because I feel that I get so much confidence and motivation from having completed one task towards a goal. It makes me eager to tackle the next episode. Obstacle, the next obstacle, not episode. Feeling productive doesn't mean doing every little thing you have on your list every single day. A good Lord, we're not superhumans. If you are, please reach out to me at riverflowerart at gmail.com because I would love to pick your brain. But for the rest of us, productivity is measured by taking small steps in the right direction. Our habit trackers track one right choice at a time, and that's why they work. Every time you get to mark off a day where you've done your habit, that's a win. And habits are a culmination of actions every day, little wins every day. So we need to celebrate each time we make a step in the right direction. On a day-to-day level, or even weekly, focusing not on what you haven't done and instead on what you have done reduces the feeling of being overwhelmed, of not accomplishing anything. I've started a page in my monthly spreads to track accomplishments, and I had started it in February but didn't really have much there. It wasn't until I watched Asia Jackson Uh, the video on her reset days. And she had, um, she blocks off time to reflect on her reset days. And so she had a spreadsheet where she tracked her wins for the week. So in March, I took that method and implemented it in my journal. I would keep a running list of weekly wins. And I have to say, I am impressed with myself with how much I really get done. And sometimes it's not even tasks. It could be that I communicated well with my husband that week, or I got quality time with my daughter. These are things that are important, but maybe not quantifiable where say I could add it to a habit tracker. The Items I add aren't even the daily chores I get done. I just leave those off. These are the things that mattered. And so it helps me focus on important things rather than the mundane. Accomplishments towards goals, quality time with family and friends, self-improvement, growth, all that progress is worth celebrating and acknowledging. I don't know about you all, but I suffer from a lot of self-doubt. And Raksha on YouTube, her channel is Reflect with Raksha, suggested a cookie jar spread. Now, I haven't set it up yet, but the idea really resonated with me. It's where you, excuse me, it's where you have a spread of things you've done in your life that you didn't think you could do, but you did. And the point is that you draw strength from overcoming obstacles. So it might be that you beat cancer or you got into the school of your dreams. For me, it would be putting myself through college and supporting myself 
like I had moments where I couldn't afford groceries and I was hungry. Um, I think I lost like 20 pounds during that period, but I got through it and I look back on that difficult time in my life and draw a lot of strength from coming out the other side of it. Like I know that I got through that and so other obstacles don't seem so intimidating. It also puts life into perspective. It makes me appreciate where I am today. Am I where I want to be? No, but I've come a really, really long way. I I can't tell you the last time I was hungry. (laughs) I don't worry about how I'm putting food on the table. I'm not bouncing checks. I'm not missing bills. So for the most part, I live a very comfortable life, but I got here by overcoming a lot and it can be very empowering, especially when you have doubts creeping in. There's some goals that we have that never have endpoints. Working out, for instance. There was a section in the bullet journal book that discusses this, which I should have finished the book soon, although I am a very slow reader and I haven't picked it up in a few days. It's actually, the book is a lot longer than I realized. It's like 400 pages, so I'm hoping a lot of that are appendices. Um, because it's a lot. But anyway, once I finish, I'll have a podcast on it, probably mid-April. But the book discusses goals without an end point. And the Japanese have a concept of mastering our craft rather than finishing it. And the book reads, I just have a little quote from it. The Japanese have a long history of elevating craftsmanship to mystifying levels, be it carpentry, metalsmithing, even product packaging. Great emphasis was placed on mastery rather than perfection. Mastery, unlike perfection, embraces both transience and imperfection because it is a process, a state of being, not an end goal. It is the continued result of improvement and learning. Now, there are a few things that I do regularly that would fall into this category, art, working out. Like I started working out regularly in 2020 and I managed to lose 17 pounds. Now I'm small anyway. I was 118 pounds at the start of 2020 and now I'm 101, but it's less than my high school weight and I'm not done yet. And I know a lot of you are probably like, girl, eat a cheeseburger, but I can promise you for my frame that 17 pounds like made a lot of difference. And now that I've lost fat, I can see where my muscles should be and I would love to get them more defined, but I know I've made so, so, so much progress. I'm in the best shape of my life, even after having a baby and being almost 33 years old. And can I tell you what made the difference? It was my fitness tracker. It's not a fancy one. It was probably $30 on Amazon. My husband got it for me for Christmas, but it gave me the ability to see how many calories I was burning during a workout, which I would add to my fitness pal and it quantified weight loss and fitness for me. And I got those wins daily when I completed a workout, when I got in under my calorie limit. But there are so many benefits to weight loss that aren't quantifiable, like your clothes fit better, you have more energy, you don't get winded walking up the stairs. Those are incredible changes, but unless you're looking for them, you may not even notice them in the day to day. But 
getting in under your calorie limit in your in my fitness pal gives you that reward of finalizing your daily log it's those small steps and acknowledgement of those choices you made that day that are so rewarding and motivating when there really is no end goal in sight i also find comparing progress pictures are so motivating as well seeing where I started and where I am. And every time I take a progress picture, I put it side by side with my starting picture. And it's a huge, huge win. It's just a manifestation of my success and discipline, and the culmination of a lot of good choices. And to be honest, some not so good choices. So much of productivity is success and endurance, but we have to feel like we're making headway in order to persevere. I've had mild success at endeavors and then quit when they plateaued. I just lost motivation. But the only way to build something successful is to persevere, to continue going. Barbara Hewson, who I referenced earlier in the Mind Love podcast, without giving too much away too much about the podcast because you all really should go listen to it. She interviewed successful women and what stood out to her was that even though these women suffered from self-doubt and lack of confidence, they all persevered anyway. A way that you could get through a plateau by perhaps redefining what is a success. So perseverance itself could be the success working out even when you don't have the energy, doing art even when you're having a creative block. Sometimes I set the bar like really low for myself, really low. If there's something I don't want to do or I'm struggling with, my task will be start your tax returns, start the script for your podcast, read for 10 minutes. It's not so overwhelming that you won't do it and you'll feel great being able to not only cross it off your list, but having had the fortitude to do it to begin with. That can be so motivating. So much of productivity is our mindset. From my limited experience, I'd say productivity is 50% mindset, 10% doing, 40% things I haven't really figured out yet. So whatever we can do to keep the mindset positive, the better. Don't focus on the things you're not doing. Don't give yourself a hard time for not having the energy to do a 30-minute workout. Give yourself props for spending 10 minutes stretching. Negativity is just so draining in so many ways. The world is going to beat you up, and it does beat us up quite frequently. So we have to be our biggest cheerleaders. So acknowledge your wins liberally. Look back through your bullet journal when you need that extra oomph. Draw strength and confidence from your accomplishments. You deserve to celebrate them. They are the embodiment of your progress, your growth, and your productivity. If you like what I'm doing and want more of my contact, I content, I started a Substack. You can find it under my bullet journal journey. There's going to be, I'm going to go more in depth with my bullet journal journey. It might kind of be uh, intermediate stuff between podcasts. It might some, be something that bounces off of a podcast subject. I'm actually working on a piece now on indulgences, which again was inspired by that Barbara Hewson interview. 
I'll go into more detail in my March update on that podcast and what it meant to me. But in the meantime, I will be posting that piece within the next week or so. So until next time, thanks for following along with my bullet journal journey. I'm Danny Kay and see you next time.